0: Hello and welcome to another episode of 5 Under 10. My name is Gabriel Piemonti. I am running for 5th Ward Alderman and this is a podcast where I talk about issues in under 10 minutes impacting the 5th Ward. So, I have uh, topics that I want to get to in the next 10 minutes. The first one again, workers' rights, I'm gonna talk about collecting signatures and I want to give you a little bit of an insight into uh, what the next couple of phases look like and the timing of those. I also want to encourage you to uh, reach out to us and let us know if you're interested in in signing our petitions. There's been another shooting, a pair of shootings in South Shore. Uh, I want to make mention of that, although I do not want all of our conversation about South Shore to be violence, but I also want to face what's happening in order to have a realistic conversation about how we're going to move forward in the whole ward. So the Workers' Rights Amendment, according to WGN, has passed. The last time we tried to collect data on the Workers' Rights Amendment was Thursday. I mean, we tried online, but there, there's really not that much information. It's it's just challenging to find this, the results of this particular initiative, ballot initiative. So um, we're going to Go along with WGN. We're going to be optimistic and say uh, it's it's likely that it has in fact passed. This is going to give workers the rights to organize, um, uh, negotiate for salary and other uh, and other um, benefits uh, at their workplace, and it also is going to protect whistleblowers from uh, retaliation when they point out hazardous conditions in their um, in in their place of business. This is a firewall against the right to work movement, which is, I always call it the right to be broke movement, uh, which unfortunately has a fair amount of support in certain parts of the country. People have been convinced that getting rid of unions is the best way to have better working conditions. I, I just don't, I'm not really sure what to say about that, except that it's not accurate. We have to organize as people who are employed in order to get the best conditions. our employment that's just a fact so we're collecting signatures this is tis the season and we're uh we're approaching the tail end of it there's just a couple weeks or so left um the 28th is the last day that you can you can turn in signatures please if you would like to sign my petition to get on the ballot reach out to us you can email me at gabe45 at gmail.com you can also contact me if you know my email normal email address which is you know just my name at com. it's not a secret or my phone number uh, there are lots of ways to get a hold of me i'm not a hard person to find if you clicked on this link through facebook or twitter you can leave a comment there uh, it's just reach out we're really interested in using this to the extent that is it is practical as an organizing tool as a as a time to identify people who are supportive of what we're trying to do so um, please let us know i want to just give you a little bit of kind of insider baseball in terms of how this is working going forward we can start submitting petitions on the 21st so november 21st is when the window opens where you can essentially we're essentially applying to be on the ballot we're we're giving signatures to the board of elections they're going to decide whether we have enough the number is just under 500 and it's from the 21st to the 28th that you can make application. And strategically, you want to make application on the 21st or the 28th because what's important about those two days is if you uh, turn in your packet on the 21st, you have a chance to be at the top of the ballot, on the 28th to be at the bottom of the ballot. This is, so if there are more than one of you applying at that time, turning your petitions in at that time, there's a lottery, but you know, it's just a lottery of the group of you who have turned it in on, on that day. So why not do it right away, right? So in our case, um, we're, you know, we're pretty much, I wouldn't say that we're all ready to go. We're going to certainly still be working hard. We're still going to be collecting signatures, but we're going to really be close enough, I think, to our goal by the 21st that we could really do either. I'm guessing that we're going to um, really be having a conversation about the strategic difference in terms of petition challenge, which is at the next phase. And the strategic difference is if you uh, turn in your signatures on the 21st, then that gives the opposition, the other people running, more time to go through your signatures and build a case against you. Um, we are all, I am sure, uh, cl- trying to collect enough signatures that um, and, and solid ones that those challenges are will be resisted, but uh, the more time you give people, the, the more opportunity they have to really try to take apart your signature. So there's this is the question, and I'll be talking to kind of my key advisors, the people who have been instrumental in, in this phase in making up our mind about that. Do we go for that top slot? Are we number one in this, what could be a long list of people, or Instead, do we say, well, let's give them that much less time to review our signatures? Um, You know, they're going to be solid, but if we're not in the stack and the other people are, that's, you know, that kind of draws them away from us in in the short term. We'll decide, not sure. But anyway, that's uh, something for you to know and understand if you hear uh, candidates saying, yeah, we turned in our petitions and and it's the 21st. It don't don't get confused like, oh, I thought it, the 28th was the deadline. They're making the strategic decision to try to be top of ticket. Top and bottom of ticket are the two best positions in elections. There's, there's a fair amount of data to indicate that. Okay, so um, this is, you know, South Shore is a really dear community to me. We opened a campaign office that we operated for about a year and a half in South Shore and then kept a storefront. After that, we opened a storefront, and my wife and I tried to put together a, a photo gallery and community space. Um, we had a bunch of challenges, which actually is in, informs my uh, thoughts about things that we're going to need to do in terms of investing in South Shore to really revitalize the, um, the business corridor. Um, however, the, the point is, I've spent a lot of time there. I've spent a lot of time on 71st Street, but I've also walked around, you know, other parts of the neighborhood visiting friends and doing other things. And it's it's an incredibly important part of, when I think about the Fifth Ward, it's, it's a critical piece of, of my, my thinking. Um, I say that to say, I do not automatically associate the South Shore with the violence that unfortunately has been in the neighborhood and been getting worse in in recent months um still we need to face that that's happening and i say i'm saying all of that just to build up to the news the that we received recently that there was a a, a shooting a fatal shooting of both a, a grocery proprietor and uh um a would-be robber somebody came in to to rob a grocery store and the, the guy behind the counter had a gun and they both had guns and they shot each other. And this is, you know, this sort of tragically American thing that happens. Everybody has weapons and, and we think it makes us safer. And, you know, that's a conversation to be had. It seems to me like, you know, in this case, for instance, um, nobody benefited from the fact that the, both of these people had weapons. They're both dead now. Uh, but, it's um. What do you do, right? What do you do when violent crime visits your your home or your or your store? Uh, it's it's a difficult situation, and it's one we have to really dismantle. One thing we do know for sure is that um, you know, economics are an essential part of criminal activity, of of theft and violence. We the more economic instability there is, the more violent crime we see, and so that's really got to be a central part of the conversation along with holding not just the criminal element accountable but the police who are supposed to be deterring crime who have been arresting fewer and fewer people over the last 20 years it's literally you know represented as a graph year to year a di a downward trend while they're getting more and more money um our homicide clearance rate is abysmal compared to just about any other part of the country. We need to hold the police, uh, we need to connect the, the budget for the police to a uh, to some kind of a performance metric. Um, but I really think in uh, our ward, what is going to be essential is really investing and in giving people a sense that we're including everybody. This has been Five Under 10. Visit Gabe45.com for more information on the podcast or the campaign.